Good morning, John. Good morning, Kenrick. All right. Well, this is Spoiler Country. It's early for us because... Day two, Friday. Day two, Friday. Well, day three. Well, day three. Day three for us. But day two, technically day two of the con because yeah. it's this preview night, day one, day two. But we're we're tired. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we didn't have some things that we needed to do today, I might actually stay home. Yeah, I might sit this one out. We got Just... But just so I can revamp, because Saturday and Sunday is going to be intense, crazy stuff. Yeah, I was up till one getting this last night's edited and put up. You did that the night before too. You've been power <laughs> editing. It's been very <laughs> nice. Usually we share editing duties, but the, while we've been here, I'm, Johnny's really taking it over and said, "I'm just going to get this yeah, stuff." I'm, I'm pretty done. quick with it, so I'm like, I'll just get in there and get getting it done. I have, to, I have to make the graphics anyways. Yeah. So let you rest, and I'll just you get your broken foot too. So I mean, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> you should. I do. <laughs> but this is going to be an exciting day. We have the Diamond Luncheon, which is going to be cool. I don't even know what to expect. I don't either. So Russ sent us down where he's sponsoring us. Milky, Milky Comics. Comics out of Mill Creek. Great, great store. Great bunch of guys. You Learn heard? to play magic there. Get your magic stuff. The gathering stuff there. Get your comic books. Start a box. Start a conversation with them. Start a conversation with them. They are open. That's one of the nice things. You walk into Mill Creek or Mill Geek Comics, and you can know nothing or you can know everything, and they're going to treat you they really treat you, well. Yeah, it's, I've been to some comic book stores around the country that you go in there, and if you're not a, if you don't know everything about comics, they treat you like you're worthless. It's weird. Or if you're not going to go in there and spend a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars, they don't want they don't want you in there. It's, yeah. I, well, it's, I went, it's a weird thing. First time I went in there, I wasn't going to buy anything, and it just felt like. Hey, come in, look around, let's talk about stuff, have fun. Yeah. You know, if you buy stuff, great. If you don't, well, it's good talking with you. Yeah, because maybe you'll come back. Exactly. Yeah. And I will. I definitely will go back. Yeah. Yeah. And Mill Geek is not like that. They are, come in, hang out. What are you looking for? Let me try to help you. Let me, you know. Let's talk about comics. Let's talk about magic cards, whatever. Let's talk about variants. Right. (laughs) That's a good conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And they'll have that with you. It's really cool. So anyways, one of the things that. You have the cocktail party tonight too. Yeah. That I'm going to try and crash. Yes. We're gonna hopefully we can get Johnny in. I hope There's so. no guarantees, but we're if gonna not, try. then I'm gonna be hanging out in downtown San Diego by myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee and K- Kaylee and Coot are coming back here. Yeah, and you're going. To, I'm going out with you. And if I can't get in, I'm gonna be all right. I here I am. Yeah, <laughs> so, that'll be interesting. Well, maybe you can come back if you need to. You can take the train back. Yeah, I, I can. I'll find something to do after the train back myself. Yeah. One of the things that they have though is this diamond luncheon or is San Diego Comic Con retail retailer lunch. appreciation. Basically, it's for all the guys that own. Comic stores. Comic stores and other yeah. things. All yeah. things geek, really. Yeah. But provide a service. Provide some sell, Selling something from Diamond, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So one of the things that Russ asked me to do is go to this for, basically for him. Yep. And grab some swag, because that's the stuff that he likes, is yeah. the swag. Swag is cool. I mean, there's, there, yeah. there is a lot of cool free stuff you get here. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just talking about that. Does the price constitute the shopping? I think once, I think, I think once this show's said and done... And we do like our next week we come back and we do like a, a review of the show. Like talk yeah. about, let our thoughts get to it through our heads and stuff. That's the conversation I want to have is, is does coming to San Diego Comic Con make sense financially? Right. If you're just going to buy a couple of things and walk around. And that's, I don't want to well, say let, Let's put this in your head. Should you have to pay to go to the exhibition hall where it's just all the, the vendors? Yeah. Should you have to pay to go shopping? Yeah. That's it's a good question. Yeah. So we're going to get ready to get going. We're going to get out of here. We're going to go bug everybody. Yep. To get up, get ready. Yeah, wake up. Get motivated. <laughs> yeah, because we're dressed, showered, and pressed, and let's get going. That's right. You see, well, I can I can get up, shower, and be ready to go in like 10 minutes. So, right. I mean, well, we're good. guys. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to wait for your wife. Yeah. My niece. Yeah. That she just takes, takes forever well, on everything a, that she does. She's a pretty girl, so it takes a while. 
They make us all pretty. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, so we'll see you here in about two seconds. Yes, we are live. Spoiler country. Live at Comic-Con. Live at Comic-Con. As we have been the whole week, but whatever. Yeah, we just got out of one of the coolest events that I've personally ever been Something I've been I've, reading comics. Something I've wanted to go to since I was doing comics back in the store back in the 2000s. So if you have any inkling of how comics are distributed, you know who Diamond is. Right, Diamond Distributors is Whether you love them, hate them, whatever you think, you have to deal with them. Regardless, they, exactly, they're they're the ones who you buy your comics and order comics from. They put a fun event on today. Um, we got lucky. Thanks of course, to, again, Milk Milky Comics. comics. Yep. Thank Russ you. over there. Thank you, Russ. Hooked us up again. He had an event that he had. He won his store represented at, which yep. is the Diamond Luncheon, which we did there and represented proudly. Yep, represented Milk Geek proudly. We did not advertise Spoiler Country there. At we all. wanted to. We wanted to, but we respected the comics. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. So we had some cool stuff. They did. They went through some yeah. special events for Marvel, Marvel for DC, DC for Titan, IDW, Titan, Boom, Titan. I wanted to see. I want to keep Titan for last because right, sorry, those guys, Dark Horse, Dark Horse, yeah, Dark Horse, Titan, Titan. Those guys were awesome. We're gonna tr- we're gonna go to their booth and we're gonna try and get the, the guy that was talking, the older guy, to talk to us. He had an amazing Wonder Woman. He was hilarious. Yeah, story. He was just hilarious. I think their presentation was the best one. The one of the highlights was <laughs> Marvel made very sure that everybody understood that there was Marvel security in the event. And not to bring out your phone, or, or they would ask you to leave. Or, t- or try and take your phone, but, you know, fuck you, t- try and take my phone, you're not going to get it from me. Right. But they would ask you to leave the event, which right. they had every right to do that. And they had security guys walking up every down the sing- And they were the first publisher to promote. <laughs> and then every single publisher after that said, please take pictures, <laughs> please take video. <laughs> By all means, take pictures and video, we don't and care. And I think the funniest thing was, for me, was Titan had a thing out that said, the Fighting American <laughs> comic, and it said... In big bold letters, no secrets, no empires. <laughs> it was beautiful. And everybody started just laughing. That was great. There's so many of the indie publishers were just ripping on Marvel. Yeah. Like, in, just you know, small jabs, not like, you know, being mean. But yeah, not being mean, was, just small little jabs. It was, that was hilarious. really funny. And so you guys know, man, there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. Yeah. I really felt like, and it's probably because Marvel's owned by Disney, right? I yeah. really felt like Marvel's section was very corporate, business, business no levity. Like, the opposite of the movies, there was no, the levity was the trailers we saw. Yeah, and this industry is really feels more like a family. Yeah, every other publisher that went up there, it felt like they were your best friend talking to you. Yeah, even DC, DC felt very organic. Yeah, they were they were having a lot of fun. The DC one was good. Like yeah, they, the DC one was great. They they were saying take pictures, please. I mean, even DC, yeah. one of the biggest owned by Warner publishers, Brothers, I mean, owned by Warner Brothers, the biggest. They're they're a bigger, they're a bigger publisher than Marvel. Yeah, in my opinion, I think and they, they were telling us. Please take pictures. Yeah, take pictures. You know, here's some great news. We give you some great stuff. I was taking some industry pictures for Russ so that he could get what was going on on the projector because they were giving out some numbers, giving out some things that they're doing specifically for stores and how they can do some things. And And they had no problems with that. And one one of the cool things that for us is we've I don't think we're on the forefront of saying information we find out later, but like yet again, we talked on the episode for Brains about buybacks. Yep. Every indie publisher, oh, so IDW, Titan, Boom, uh, Dark, Dark Horse, Horse, all talked about they have a buyback program for new comics that if they don't sell, they will buy them back from you. Yep. And we're like, that, that that's moving forward. That's, that's, that's exactly what we were saying. Moving the industry forward where it needs to go. It's, it's amazing. All right, we're going to see you later, right. but we will talk to you guys soon. Okay, that was crazy. That was an amazing lunch with Diamond. That was great. Yep. We had a nice little update from that. It was... Uh, a good insight to the other side of the business. Yeah. So after that, which we just talked about, yeah, and that was outside right after the right after the event. 
And then after that, we had the special cocktail party. For Skybound. For Skybound Image. Which was... This is, this is the event that I was sad about that Kenry gets to go to and I didn't get to go to. However, I got to go. That's right. And it was awesome. Yeah, we get to the door. I say, hey, this, I'm on the list. He's not on the list. But can we get him in? We're hoping you guys can make some arrangements. He said, they came in. They looked. Yeah, let's do this. Here's your here's your bracelet. Go on in and have some fun. So we got to sit and for about an, about an hour, a little over an hour, two hours, two hours long. It was like two hours. Two hours. We got to have you know, free but, drinks. Yep. First thing, food. free drink, as many drinks as you want to have. So I had one <laughs> had one Johnny Walker with lime or lemon, and it was a little too much for me because I don't drink, so I got a Coke. <laughs> I had three drinks. <laughs> I finished I finished my drink. It was, oh, they had they had Walking Dead themed drinks. Yeah. I had one called The Sanctuary. I don't remember which one I had because I had the one, and then after that I said, hey, man, just, just give me a gin and tonic. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, fi- I did finish my drink, but I, had, I did have some other Cokes to kind of wash it down because I don't, I don't drink very much, you know. Yep. So, and then the big man walked in the room. I'm not that big, man. I was already in the room. Not talking about you. Talking about Mr. Robert Kirkman. Yep. Mr. Robert Kirkman walks into the room, yep. oh. which I get. I love The Walking Dead. I watch that show as soon as it comes out every week. Me and Tafine sit. <sighs> And we watched that show. I mean, we've been watching it since the very first season, you know? <laughs> well, even if you don't like that show, or even if you don't like Walking Dead, you can't... As you know a comic who person, it is, yeah, you know what it is. As a comic person in the comics, you can't deny his effect on the current state of comics. That's right. right? And then he has Outcast And Invincible. Which and is, Invincible. Which is sadly ending, or not... But is, but not. Right, right. We can't give away too much because yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot of NDA stuff, stuff that, that happened. And it's right. unfortunate because we're, we are we like to give spoilers. Right. But this is something because we were invited to this event through a third party. We can't mess that up. But I do think the one thing we can say, because he did say it was pretty obvious, wink, right. wink, was that Invincible's ending on issue 144. It'd be stupid of them not to go back and make six issues to make it 150. Right. Which I think is what everybody already thinks. Right. That's not really giving something away, but he, Mr. Kirkman did say that to right, us. Right, right, right. He had a lot of, it was, it was, it was like inside baseball, right? You hear, we heard a lot of inside things from retailers to and publishers, learned a lot about. It was about, interesting. It was, it was very informal. It really was. Yeah. It was, it just him standing up, he had a microphone so you could hear him better, but just kind of just In a very about small doing, room. Like 25, 30 people. 25, 30 people. Everybody got a chance to talk with him if they wanted. Yeah. Everybody got to like, ask questions. questions. And not all of them were nice. No, they weren't. They weren't all nice. They were asking, why are you guys doing this? Why and are you he guys doing a, that? And he handled those, even the, even the questions that weren't nice, he handled like a chance. Super down to earth guy. Yeah. I mean, it was, you, you would <laughs> think he would have a huge head, but he was just like, Owned up to things, yeah, and then, but gave you shit if you didn't. If you if your idea was stupid, he wasn't he told you. Yeah, he told you. Eh, like, no, you know, it's not your money getting spent, right? right. So my why? favorite question though was the guy who goes, "When are you coming to London?" He goes, "I'm not." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when are you coming to the UK? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> but it was it was really cool hearing talking about, and they kind of went over the new series, which we can't talk about because they yeah they showed us some new comics that they new projects they have working on, and they all some looked, new writers, some a new lot artists. of them look great. Yeah, um, they all looked amazing. Yeah, and we got to see but some, Image always has just pleasing looking books. They use high quality paper. I think they, they use some of the best in the industry. Their books look and feel really nice. Yeah, they always have. Yeah, so. It was it was interesting because a lot of the Skybound books I don't read, right? right? I don't because I just I just I haven't picked them up. But right. after this, and hearing, you want to read them because they not only were they showing us these books, showing us the solicits and the artworks, they also kind of gave you the elevator pitch of the series too, right? Which after hearing that, I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. Yeah, you know. So I'm some of them I'm like I want to. I, I after hearing him talk about Outcast, I'm like I should read Outcast. Yeah, you know. So 
I'll probably pick some of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Outcast is pretty fun. Actually, it's a it's a pretty neat title. I think he's a great writer. I, I think he tends not to have a lot of um, loose ends. Yeah, his loose ends are there on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's you don't have the effect of this happened in the next panel. What the hell? Just something happening in between these panels. I don't know what they are. Yeah, it's good. Like, the only thing I've ever really read of his was I've read the first volume of Invincible. Yeah. Years ago. You said it was great. It, it, I loved it then. Yeah. I To be 100% honest, I only remember pieces of it because it was a long time ago. Right. But I do want to reread it because it's going to be ending. I like, want to read it because I've never yeah. read any of them. Since it's ending, I kind of I kind of want to go through and just read all of it. I, I read the first 125 issues of The Walking Dead. So you're only about what? You're only about what? 30 behind? 20 behind? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. I, I read now, I All Out War was the last arc that I read. And then... Can we say that they, with the show? What's that? The next storyline? I think it's pretty obvious what the next storyline okay, yeah, will be. But we'll just leave it at that. But I that, but I read All Out War in the comic books. Yeah. And then I just, for some reason, I just stopped because it, once you read 125 issues of any <laughs> one series, you're pretty close to being like, okay. You've read and I did enough. it through trade paperbacks. Yeah. You know, but it was good. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I love it. I mean, it, it's great. I think my favorite part between the Diamond Retailer's Lunch and the Skybound Cocktail thing. Right. And the other things you've done today is just everybody ripping on Marvel. Oh, that so was so hard. Yeah. Oh, throughout the whole thing. And, yeah. and I think what it is, is it's not that anybody hates the stories of Marvel or the characters of Marvel. Right. It's the, it's the business aspect of Marvel and the way they handle themselves. So I was reading um, off of Bleeding Cool today because we didn't get to go. We didn't get to go to the Jim Lee Dan Dider DC panel today. Right. We had we just it didn't line up. We had well we didn't line up and we had responsibilities that we had to yeah. do. Yeah. So I was read I read the Bleeding Cool article about it today while I was in the bathroom, which I'll tell you about what happened later because <laughs> I'm gonna go. T- I'm gonna tell the story because it's interesting. Yeah. I think and it's kind of funny, but I, I it was funny. I felt well, bad for you. <laughs> it's funny in retrospect. Yeah. So I read it and they're talking about it and they didn't they weren't ripping on Marvel like hard right but they were basically kind of saying marvel's doing the same things now with legacy and renumbering that they were doing in the 90s that helped kill the market right with all the gimmicks and the variants and right. the, all this other stuff where it's just here's a new number one here's this oh we're going to renumber back to old numberings and then two two years later it's all new number ones again they've done this before right they've done this i think two times before right and it was part of the problem in the late 90s when things crashed and they and the DC was, and from what I read in the article, is they were kind of saying this is kind of what other companies are doing. Marvel's doing. We're kind of we're gonna we're gonna pull it back because Marvel's whole thing is they're they're pulling back, quote unquote, to appeal to nostalgia and legacy and get the new number. Right. DC's pulling back differently from what I read in the article, so they're going to be doing more tighter stories. They're talking about doing more OGNs, which right. is original graphic novels. If you don't know what OGN is, right? Where it's just a concise story with a writer and artist telling you a story. That fits in the it's canon. an encapsulated story within the graphic novel. Right. There's no lead in or bleed out. Oh, there's no of, five issues. It's just this is the story. This is it. Like the killing joke. They used to do that a lot. The like Dark Knight. Yeah, all Dark the graphic Knight novels, Rises. like the New Mutants. Yeah. The New Mutants started in a graphic novel. Yeah, they were big business back then, but they yeah. stopped doing them. They would tell a story here, and if it picked up, then they didn't want to get a series. Yeah, and you would tend to get tighter writing, different style. Not, I don't want to say different style of writing, but the writers would have more time to. To create a complete story, right? And one of the article, one of the things the article is saying is they're getting some of their best creators, you know, Jim Lee, yeah, Scott, uh, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, all these guys, and and they're bringing in Neil Gaiman as well because it's Neil Gaiman. So right. I mean, he tells a, he tells a tight story, right? And I, I like that aspect. One, of the I'm things, excited for OGNs. Yeah, and another thing I read that really excited me, and it's kind of it's really funny because we talked about variants on our variant episode. We yeah. talked back and forth about. It. We kind of have mixed feelings now about it, right? 
But one of the things DC announced they're doing is they, with with their metal series, they're not doing variants. Yeah. Because they think variants flood the market, like we said. It's too many variants. It's, it make, for the, they said, for the consumer, it's too many choices. Yep. And it's not worth it to, to flood the market with those issues. Because they're... Because one of the things about metal is they're inter- introducing a lot of new characters. Right. And if you have tons of variants... But they're bringing that, back a lot of old characters Yeah, bringing well. back old characters, introducing new characters. Right. And it was funny because they had a lot of backhands at Marvel. Now, I, if you, we know, we, I have big feelings about Marvel. Right. I don't hate Marvel. Right. I just hate how they handle their business. Right, right. My key example was that luncheon today, Marvel was very business, business, business. Everybody else was very lighthearted and fun. Right. So the best part was we have security here. Please don't bring out your phones. And I get it. All they had to say is please don't bring out your phones. And that's right. all they had to they do. They had security guards walking around. Yeah, but they had security guards around. And of course, every single publisher after that was take pictures, take pictures, take video. We love it. Do whatever you want. Post on social media. Have fun. Yeah. And, and yeah. So one of the things we're also doing is Marvel's been having their new diverse characters by taking old characters and making new ones. Right. Which people have a problem with. Like Kamala Khan is great. She's right. Miss Marvel. But people have problems with why isn't she just her own character? Right. Why isn't she a new character? You know, like, and some people, you know, with Miles Morales, they don't, like, originally you didn't know how he came to be and had no. a problem with, and that's fine. And even with the way he came to be, it's still like, okay, Spider-Man why don't I make a new character? Yeah, why not make a new character that's, right. a, you know, has similar powers? Like, that's Peter, that's Miles Morales. Right. They keep having their legacy, or like, you know, Amadeus Cho is new, new Hulk, which you, you, you didn't know that, you know? Right. I still don't like that. Right. Bruce Banner is Hulk. Right. Hulk is born from the psyche of Bruce Banner. Right. And what's great is, what would be great, see, Amadeus Cho Hulk is a really cool character and a really fun read. Greg Pak did a good job, right. in my opinion, of making that character. But why can't it be its own character? They have other Hulks that are different characters. Yeah, like Red Hulk. Yeah. She-Hulk. Yeah. That's fine. So one of the things DC had mentioned they're doing is they're not taking these older established characters and making them diverse. They're making new characters that are diverse. Well, I think with Marvel's whole thing with all of a sudden all it, it's not that they're creating new characters that are diverse is they're creating diversity so they can show hey we're divide we're diverse right they're not doing it organically no which is lame they're forcing it and it's just it doesn't read well and what's what's what is cool that i do have to credit tomorrow for one thing right they created yeah. amadeus cho to be hulk I, I do wish they would have made him his own character right right but they did hire him he's a korean american hulk and okay. the guy who created him is also korean yeah. So it's 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 in that in that case it's not like you know a white person making this character for diversity. Right. It's created by that to tell that story. Right. And it's something that Greg Pak really. I, they, but he could just be a cool character. Exactly. That's exactly. Like if you read Greg Pak's reasoning for wanting to make Amadeus Cho Hulk, it's really great. Right. But again, I fall back on making him his own character. Right. And I, you know, let him let him be a Hulk companion, then have him spin off in his own series. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Let him be just like uh, very similar to Hulk. Because the Dominator's show Hulk is different in characteristics, right. but he's still, you know, Hulk. See, yeah, see, the difference with the Hulk for me is the Hulk is the psyche of Bruce Banner. It's a, it's the person. Yeah. It's all in one. Now, you we talked about Batman. Batman is a title. Right. So, to me, so if Bruce Banner, or Bruce Banner, as <laughs> Bruce Wayne gave the title to somebody like Nightwing and, and said, hey, I'm going to you be the Batman now. And that's right. different. Passing on but the mantle. This is a completely different thing. I mean, this is this. The Hulk is Bruce Banner. Bruce right. Banner is the Hulk. The reason that he exists is because of that. They're exactly. one and the same. And again, I don't want to rip on Greg Pak for making this character because I yeah. actually really enjoy Omni's show. As, I got to read it. The, as, as the yeah, totally I'm sure awesome I'll Hulk. love it. I'm, yeah. You know what I mean? The story it's, and the art, I'm it's sure It's funny. It's clever. Yeah. I just wish it was its own character. That's, yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So uh, DC has, it looks like they brought in a lot of really talented creators who within, who within themselves are diverse. Right. Making new characters that are diverse. Right. 
which it, in my opinion, yeah, it's diverse, but I also kind of see it as they're making characters that fit the modern times. Right. Modern times aren't a bunch of white guys in spandex. Modern times is <laughs> we're everybody. Yeah. Everybody is, is very, very different. And that's right. great. So, and you know, I feel like Marvel, even though they're, and I was actually wrong earlier when we were talking at, um, earlier in this podcast, when we we're talking outside, when I say that DC was the top dog for comics, they're not. Marvel's the top. Right. Marvel sells more. I found that out afterwards. Right. Marvel sells more, but they're slipping. And they're slipping hard right now. They sell more because of all those movies. Right. But they're slipping hard because they're they're repeating the same mistakes of the past. Yeah. And DC is very fastly getting back up to the top. And a lot of the independents are getting up there too. Yeah. One of the things that Jim Lee and Dan Didio were talking about in their panel that I was reading about was the fact that we're seeing a very something new now where the main two publishers are slipping down and you have these indie publishers coming up. Right. And you may have assumed where there's an one in two spots, not Marvel and DC. Hey, some of the stuff that IDW is coming out with is stupendous. That Sherlock Frankenstein, I can't wait for that. Right, it looks great. It looks neat. And I was like Titan Books. I knew who Titan was. I knew right. kind of stuff. But Ugh. what they were reviewing, I was like, one, they were. Those guys are great. I, they're, they're so funny. funny. We didn't get a chance to go through today. We're going to go tomorrow and talk to them. Yeah. But some of their books, some of their books looked amazing. Yeah. You know, and stuff. I, I love IDW. And, yeah. you know, Dark Horses, I mean, I can, I'm still shocked Dark Horses isn't more popular. If that is, we were talking about that today. We're we're so fanboys. It's hard for us to to say anything really negative about any one thing because we know the passion and what goes into this yeah. stuff. I know and what it takes hard. to make it. Yeah, you know what it takes to make it. So it's hard. And we were talking about Dark Horse today. Is why isn't Dark Horse the big number three? Right. Why aren't Why aren't they the Arby's to Burger King and McDonald's? Right. You they, know what I mean? They put out They put out good solid books all the time. Yeah, all so the time. If I, even even when I was growing up, I knew if I wanted to read superhero stuff, it was Marvel to see. If I wanted to read something that was, if I wanted to read amazing sci-fi, it was Dark, Dark Horse. Horse or horror or horror. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. If I wanted to read thriller, Dark Horse. If I wanted to read tits and ass, I went to Image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or lots of pouches. Yeah. Let's just say '90s Image was not the best. Right. But it did change the market. But whatever. I think it started elevating a lot of art. Yeah, there's there, so yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah, the art of the '90s helped boost to where we're at now, to where we have good art and we have good writing. Yeah, so I can't fault the '90s for that. And people, were, and there was some good stuff in the '90s. There really was, but there yeah. was a lot of cheesecake, a lot of junk. Right. I kind of took the '90s off, so I I, I started I started the '90s. So yeah, I grew up. Well, and even then, I didn't like. I was like, I didn't buy Image because like I don't want this. Right, I I think people like Kirkman coming on, yeah, changed. But Image a lot. now, Image now, different company. Yeah, you know, it's diff- totally different. Image puts out solid stuff these days, right? Which is good. And Boom Studios has a lot of good properties too. Like they have, uh, they talked about the one um, Big Trouble Little China. Yeah, with uh, the la- the uh, what was it Old Man Jack? Yeah, Old Man Jack. <laughs> oh, Fighting American. God. No secrets. No empires. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's it was, hilarious. It was too funny. It was too funny. It's too great. Yeah. But I think we talked about that before. We so. did. But it's, it's worth bringing up again because it still makes me laugh. But yeah, so every... I wish we could talk more about the Skybound thing. It yeah, was I wish such we could cool have, stuff. Yeah, it was really neat. It was just fun to be there. And, you know, and afterwards, I got a picture, which I posted. I think I posted it right away on, on yeah. social media. It'll so be. Sure I'll, everyone, I'll post it in the in Instagram post. Yeah, and this, I think everyone episode. saw. I, I got a picture with me and Kirkman sharing a drink together. Yeah, you know, and, and then a, I got a picture with. And him. that was before the event. Yeah, so that was cool. And then we did the event. We talked, 
And then we got in, we got him to sign some things, and he we said, he signed our badges for us. Yep, signed our badges for us. They're Walking Dead. Yep. So and then we we got pictures with him. Johnny and, got a picture by himself with him, and then yep. we got a picture together, and that we'll be able to use for our and, stuff. And kind of dorky, I had I had the ice age genius idea yeah. of having him sign one of our business cards. Right. I wish I would have because yeah. I thought it was just perfect. Just I mean, it's Robert Kirkman. I mean, it's great. It's fun. If we have now we have a spoiler country business card that I'm going to frame up, put on my wall, signed by Robert Kirkman. Yep. So we had a really good day. We had a lot of fun. Except well, for. <laughs> well, we had no. Let's, no, it was great. It was great. Because we also found all a lot of books that we wanted to get by Mike Right, Grell. we did. And we got them signed. Yep. And we went to Mike Grell and we confirmed tomorrow's in, or Sunday's Sunday. interview with him. The Sunday we'll talk with Mike Grell. He remembered. Yep. That was the one thing we were like, you know, Hopefully we're, we're nobody. We don't know, right. you know, we don't know anybody. Yeah, and exactly. then this guy's like, hey, I'll do, the, you know, Grell said, hey, if you guys want to bring your stuff, I'd love to be on your podcast. And Great. for someone like Grell to treat us with respect like that, it makes us feel like what we're doing is worth it. Yeah. And he and he told us, he says, usually I don't want to get on podcasts because I'll trip over my words and yeah, I don't want to know cool. what I want to say, but I want to get on your guys' podcast. Which is awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And the day at the calm was good. We had a lot of fun. Yep. It was after the Skybound event. Yeah. After the Skybound event, sour. we get out. So had some drinks. I've had some drinks. I had like three drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I want to eat something. Right. And there happened to be a hot dog vendor. We were hungry, and then, right there. So if if you listen to my other podcast, you know that I have some weird stomach issues. If you watch here already, you know that. But if you don't listen to that, I have weird allergies to beef. Right. So if it's like a processed beef, I yeah. can't do it. So we had we walked by, and there's mainly these, beef with hormones, right. And being processed in a weird way. Exactly. So we walked by this hot dogs. Well, it looked actually it looked like a sausage stand. Yeah. It looked like it well, was. Well, it looked like pork dogs. It was like a pork dogs wrapped in bacon. Yep. And I was like, oh, it's a pork sausage dog. I can, I can eat that. No Should problem. Should have asked, but we right. did. Right. So we each get one of them. And I, I what take. What happens if you got fat guys walking down the pier? Right. <laughs> so wait, get it. I take two bites. My throat, I, had, I start having a reaction. My throat starts closing up. I can't yeah. breathe. My mouth starts filling with like massive amounts of saliva. I stopped talking. Is Kendrick still talking to me? Yeah. And I tried to play it off as much as I could. I, I knew you probably sensed something was going on. Yeah. But I kept walking with it falls and I was like, I got I to gotta stop. So yeah. I went over and I fucking threw up into a trash can, waited a couple minutes, we watched some more, ran inside of the bathroom with a con, threw up again in there, yeah. <laughs> Kendrick slyly taking our gift bags and making an open bag for me. Yep. So he hands me the open bag, which then we get on the trolley and they fill the bag in the trolley, which yep. there's nothing quite as cool as puking on a San Diego trolley. Yep. I, mean, I was, the, I was the, the, the gym of the party then. Right. Right, they're looking at you like, you're, what is this guy, drunk? Right. Totally not. <laughs> not Thanks at all. So let me get out. I, I junked that bag because it was dripping. I was like, nope. Yeah. And then we get up, and on the way from the trolley to uh, get to the Uber, we find some lady's check. Yeah, we find some lady's paycheck, <laughs> which is so weird. Right, but you know, we called the we called the work, and she's getting it back, which yeah. is great. So anyways, then I get up to the you know the top and start puking again in the trash can. Kimmy takes the other bag, opens a new bag for me. <laughs> I pull out another bag for my ass, basically. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. I take that bag. That's my bag for the Uber ride home to make sure I don't yep. mess up this guy's car. And then it was like an hour at home. You were still having yeah, issues. And and usually it's like 10, 20 minutes. Usually it's about anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes max. Yeah. This one was about two hours total. Yeah, that must have been some and bad beef. It was Yeah, so I ended up getting home, threw that bag away, then spent the next 45 minutes in the bathroom, kind of getting this all out of my system. Yeah. Got up, kind of got it all out, and I was fine. Yeah. And now I'm fine. And then we played some cards against humanity, and that was great. And we had a lot of fun. I love the game. We bought the uh, my wife Kaylee bought the weed pack, the tampon pack, and the green box at yeah. Comic Con, and it was ridiculous. So we played that. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it was a very butthole themed. Yeah, it was weird. There was a lot of it was weirdly a lot of themed. anal yeah. references in that pack. Yeah, but it was it was really funny. We had a good time. All right, well that's that was our day. 
That was, and that was a great day. And we have tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a low-key day. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a low-key day. We, are, we will not have a lot of content tomorrow because I think we're going to try to relax. We're actually going to leave early, do to, some things with some friends. Yep. We're going to go do a bonfire on the beach with the people who are graciously letting us stay at their house. Yep. So we're probably going to be at the con for, I mean, we'll be there for probably mostly half the day. Yeah, maybe we're, even less. I mean, because yeah. we're just going to try, because we've gone so hard since Wednesday, since yeah. Tuesday, since I Monday. Mean, I mean, right now it is it is 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. And we're doing this, and I'm going to go edit this and put it up, and then go to bed. And we'll probably won't get to the con right on, right on time tomorrow, and that's fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we're going to. And so but we've gone really hard. hard since Monday. So tomorrow you'll probably get a quick morning update from us. I we'll probably record something at the con. Yeah, and then we'll probably record something at the end when we get home. And yeah, and that'll it. be it. And then and that's fine. But then Sunday is a big day for us. Sunday's a it's big, a slow day for the con because everything's slowing but down. It's huge for us because we're, we're talking to Mike Grell. Because we're talking to Mike Grell, and that'll be our big. Our first big interview. I'm I'm curious if other people feel the way we... Actually, I do know one person does. The guy who runs the Comic Jam website. Yeah. Or, or at least the guy who runs their, their social media. Yeah. He loves Mike Grell as much oh, as we great. do. He fell, Mike Grell, fell in love with him through Warlord. How do you follow Comic Jam? You can just find him at Comic Jam on Instagram, at Comic Jam on uh, Twitter, Basically, what Comic Jam is is it's a bunch of writers, artists, letterers, people who are who do comics, web comics, people who are in the industry, yeah, doing indies and stuff like that. They get together, they pick a theme every like it's every so often. Like they just did an image tribute month yeah. theme because it's image 20th anniversary, which I was supposed to draw one for that, and I got half of it done and then came to Comic Con. Right, but <laughs> they do that. They they pair up random writers, random artists. It's basically it's an exercise for people to practice working with somebody new. That's cool. And I'm a part of it. Because that guy, I, I joined it because was, I was like, this is a good idea. Yeah. Because it, it's all it's all just a one-page comic. Yeah. So you, they write one page, you draw one page, and then it gets blasted out everywhere on the internet and social media, That's and great. it's fun. And he like he listens to our show. He loves, he loves the podcast, too. So. Oh, there you go. If you're listening right now, hi. Hey. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for, actually, thanks for tweeting out our stuff and posting, posting about our podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. That. that is awesome. So we can't thank you enough for that. That's right. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Let's get to bed. Let's... Um... Well, you go upstairs. You're gonna edit. Yeah, and then you're gonna go to bed. Yeah, I, this this will be easy. Easy. Edit. Yeah. So I'm gonna go hang out. As can I, I think I'm gonna read a little bit. Yeah. Because I want to read uh, Pugly. Yep. And I want to read uh, some of the other ones that we got. As uh, as Kenick loves to say on the show, thanks guys. Ah, thank you. <laughs>